Hey, another edition of A This Guy's Podcast. Stone Pony over here. This guy over here. How you doing, sir? It's the Fry Guy. I'm looking at him. He's over there. Uh, good to see you, and it's also good to see you in your Fry Guy hat. That's your that's your hat, and then of yeah, course, got the Fry Guy hat. You the have player. on the which is appropriate, which is yes. appropriate for today after that win. Um, and we're going to talk about the Bears win and talk about that game. Um, just some in depth things that I kind of saw. I know some things that you. You saw it too as well, but I mean, I'll take four and one. I'll take four and one. We're four and one, right? So I'll take four and one. Is that right? I'll take yeah. that. Um, we'll talk about that. And then uh, really excited about the clincher. Uh, the Lakers can actually do this thing and clinch tonight. They can do it. Uh, the pathway has been has been set. So let's see if they can get that done. We'll also address that. Want to talk about the debate this week, though? The vice president, um, vice presidential debate. That took place between Senator Kamala Harris uh, from from California and the Vice President uh, Michael. I think his name is Mike. Yeah, Mike Pence. Mike mm -hmm. Pence. Mike Pence. Um, so yeah, you got to kind of give it to the order. Much better order. Um, how the, the even the moderator uh, totally. Just, just make. They had a plan. They had a plan, and they went through it. And they kind of, I believe, they followed what they wanted to. It was nothing like the first debate. I might add, it was more civil, uh, more disciplined. That's the word I'm kind of looking for: discipline, uh, and 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 all those things. And it just wasn't crazy. So it, it made you kind of, you wanted to kind of, you, you could watch it. You can kind of watch it, yeah. but with that being said, a lot of people after I asked, what did they think of of the debate afterwards? People were saying, oh, it was boring. It was nothing like the first debate. So I'm like, really? Give me a, can you see how this guy here wants to set a precedent? Like, no, that's not how debates. This is, this is what the debate was supposed to be about. Um, and some of the biggest moments, and, I, and, I, and there were some big moments in the debate uh, that I kind of took away from both uh, Senator Harris and, of course, uh, Mike Pence. But I believe some of the biggest moments uh, was the, the infamous fly. And I'm going to kick it off with that. The infamous fly. <laughs> Oh my goodness, bro! The fly that landed, and I'm watching because you know I'm really, and I'm and I'm like, wow, this fly! He flies right on Mike Pence's head uh, as the debate is going on. Uh, Mike Pence has no idea uh, with that hair that he has up there. I don't know what he had in it, what kind of berries and juices uh, he was using uh, in that in that hairdo that he has. But let me say this: was it funny? Oh, it was funny as crap. What was really funny is when Kamala. You can see her expression because you know, as she looked and panned and saw that fly. It, I, you can, I don't know if you were watching, but in her face, bro, it was almost like she wanted to, like, she wanted to laugh, she wanted to smirk, but she was like, oh, hell no. It's a fly in this, it's a fly in this man's head. Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. And it was, it, it just, it was hilarious. Because you know they always they're always those moments that are going to be remembered, right? And vice presidential debates and presidential debates that are going to go down uh, in history as they replay them. This one in particular, because it's the vice presidential, it really doesn't really mean too much. But the fly in the head, I guarantee you, more people will probably will probably would remember the fly in Mike Pence's hairdo uh, than most of the things that they talked about, right? Um, yeah. Which we're going to kind of get into right now. It, it, what was the, you know, their topics, but 
Man, I thought that was really funny. And that fly didn't even go nowhere. He stayed in the head. I mean, he you would have thought that he would, like, move around. No, he was no. having a good time. And some of the social media afterwards, though, Fry Guy, oh, my God, some of the things that you saw. Let me, see, let me tell you real quickly. I saw a picture that had Ruth Bader Ginsburg in her robe, and the caption read, I sent the fly. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, and you know, you just kind of picturing her face, and yeah. it's like the little old lady, I sent the fly. It was so funny, and you can kind of just kind of think about that. But I, another one, um, one of my, uh, I was talking to Lisa E, you know, worked, she's a radio producer for years, and she called uh -huh. me, we were just kind of chatting, and we were just chatting to say, you know what, if we had to go to the airways this morning, and we wanted to kind of like involve listeners. What kind of question, kind of pose a question like, uh, would you tell your opponent, uh, what would you tell, would you say anything to your opponent if you saw that fly? Uh, you know, would you say anything or would you not say anything at all? And some of the responses were crazy because some people was like, no, hell no, I would say nothing. I'll let the fly be in his head. And then others would say, well, you know what? It felt, it's awkward. It's an awkward situation. What are you going to say? Excuse me, by the way. Um, there's a fly in your head. I mean, I mean, what do you, how do you, how do you, how do you do that? How do you so, transition? The transition, though, B, right? But I would say, um, for me, the fly was the funniest thing. Some of the biggest moments I want to kind of talk about real quickly. I feel like the vice president dodged a lot of questions, hella questions. He dodged hella questions. He's so masterful. He was like a Jedi master up there because the people think that the that he was answering, um, he was answering but he wasn't answering, right? He would answer maybe on something that was asked that he didn't get a chance to respond to, right? There were tactics that he used. We knew that he was coming into the debate um, as a former radio host, uh, as a former uh, congressman, as a former governor, right? And he know his skills being able to kind of go back and forth, right? But he really, talk about a mask, he really masked um, that whole, what his, what his thoughts were and uh, some of the answers some of the questions, some of the answers to the questions that were that he was saying, but man, talk about cover up. I saw nothing but cover up. But to his credit, he's good at that. He's really good at that. I tell people this: when Pence responds, Pence responds really, yes, no, no. It's the same stuff that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth, but in a different way. He says the same stuff, but it's more subtle when it's coming from the vice president of the United States. Donald Trump, he's gonna let you have it. He doesn't care, right? He's gonna let it go. Mm -hmm. Pence more orderly in how he actually addresses some of those things. Um, dodge the question on transparency because this was big. How is the president, president self right now? Is this gonna affect? They went right on, he, he didn't answer that question from the moderator, who was Susan Page from USA Today. He kind of dodged it and said, the president is healthier than he's ever been. Um, Roe versus Wade, Roe v. Wade, which is big, right? It's coming up. Um, whether you be pro-choice or whether you be choice, you know, whether, you, you know, here's the thing, with the new nominee from the Supreme Court, this person is going to have a big, is going to be just going to weigh really big in the courts and normally it's going to kind of tip to the right so roe v wade could be gone and dodging the question of, of health care the affordable care act he really couldn't answer it uh with you know and it was brought up to him uh will they be able to still protect pre-existing conditions the trump administration he had no answer for it uh he dodged it 
When it comes to Senator Harris, I thought she really was, I thought she was great. Now, there are a lot of people that tell me that, oh my God, I thought her, her mood was, you know, she was, you know, eh. I thought it was great because um, that's who she is as a prosecutor. And she was prosecuting. She did exactly as a prosecutor what she, uh, she, she, she talked about the policies of what Joe Biden um, um, would do as the president. Um, she, there were some questions too that she dodged. And one of the questions was um, what they call this uh, 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 appointees for the court uh, and jamming the court, right? So, and I like how she answered back. One of her biggest moments, because we're talking about that, her biggest moment was how she answered back and said, you know what, this Trump administration has appointed 50, listen to this, 50, all right, uh, court of appeals judges, right? These are very yeah. powerful judges if you think that they're not. All 50 of these right-wing judges, not one of them was black. Right. Not one of them. Not one of them. So I thought that was a really big moment. And I want to shine that because I thought that was powerful. She had other big moments, but... I thought how she responded to that because she was saying, you guys are going to pack the court. You're going to pack the court because if they get this nominee, um, and President Biden, uh, President Biden, Vice President Biden and her, you're not answering the question, but I get it. You guys are trying to push forth a nominee within 27 days. That's something that's unheard of, right? So if she yeah. gets in there, it may be a possibility of, of us packing the court and, and opening it up for more Supreme Court. Uh, I mean, who knows? You talk about doing things fair, she doing it. I mean, these guys, they don't care. It's an election, it's an election season. And for Mike Pence, though, Fry Guy, to be the czar on coronavirus, he had no clue. He looked dazed and confused up there. I've never really seen him look kind of he was in he was in the uh just water that he hadn't really that he really didn't want to be in because he's the czar. He's the he's he's got control, he was supposed to be put in control of this, right? President Trump's guy to kind of map out this thing, but 210,000 dead uh, on these guys' watch. And, and what are they doing? What are they doing? What have they done? Mm -hmm. What are they proposing? Um, but I just wanted to say those moments, those takeaways uh, were probably uh, some of the things that I, that I really kind of paid attention to. I know you have a, a different side on probably what you saw, and I really want to know exactly what were some of your takeaways uh, from uh, this vice, vice presidential debate. All right. Well, first off, just go back what you were saying in the beginning. I mean, obviously, the biggest moments when we was expecting kind of with the presidential debate, how it was kind of all over the place and very entertaining. I mean, obviously, this was what a presidential debate supposed to be with the vice president one. So a lot more orderly, a lot more subtle. So people were looking like, where's the entertainment factor? Obviously, that entertainment factor came from the fly, which, like you said before, was the biggest moments. The biggest fun, if you want entertainment-type takeaways, obviously, the fly. The fly, like you said, had his own social media page after that, had his own Twitter page after that. And then even Joe Biden, being petty as you know he can be, too, decided yeah. his campaign is selling fly swatters. <laughs> so just to do that, I'm like, okay, that was kind of fun. And then... On Kamala's side, the funniest was obviously her takeaways, if you want the entertainment side, was obviously the facial expressions. She was not, you could tell when she was like looking at Pence and say, you're lying, or oh, I'm about to get into that, or uh, don't cut me off. You could just see from her facial expressions. It's like when your auntie or your mom tell you something and just, she gave you those facial expressions, you saw it with Kamala. So on that side, that was the entertainment point. Now, the biggest takeaways from when I watched from watching the presidential debate on Pence's side, it's, 
I mean, I, I saw a lot of dives in the questions, kind of like what you said. He kind of did what I expected. He, he, you know, answered the questions the way I expected. He just did it, like you said, in a more subtle way. Um, I saw him dodge questions too. Now on the flip side, I did see Kamala dodge one question, which one thing I just don't understand. And I feel like you can explain to the people in that time. I know Pence came at Kamala said, you know, you're gonna pack pretty much the house. You're gonna pack everything. I don't understand why you didn't have to really dodge that question. I, we all know why, as us American people, we know why you would do it. So even if you was gonna do it and you didn't wanna answer it, you can explain why you would or why should you not saying you you didn't say you would or wouldn't but you can explain to the american people why this is happening just like how you was explaining it i feel like it you didn't have to dodge that but i, I get it that's can, part can of i ask you can i can i say this real quickly go ahead, go ahead yeah. people actually think and i want you to kind of continue on what you were saying mm -hmm. but the reason why now i'm finding out they were dodging that question and the vice president mentioned it because they asked him the same question yesterday right today and they asked him the question again today he said the reason why is because if he answers that question now, more light is going to be on that yeah. than the election. Now you guys are going to be talking. They don't want that. Yeah. You're, it's gonna, it would be in the news more. It would, be, it would take over the cycle. And at this, at this time, at this crucial time, right, when they're trying to even figure out if they're going to have the second, the second debate, he said that's why they have not. He doesn't want it. They're going to talk about it. They will. I mean, of course, they're going to give you an explanation of it. And I'm sure it's going to to in this next debate again. But it's one of the main reasons why they don't want to really talk too much about it. Now, is that really a good excuse? I can see the reason why a little bit, because that one thing can now take the cycle of everything else, the most important things. And that is what? Get into the polls. Let's vote. Let's make sure that we are not registered to vote. Let's make sure that we get it done. But I'll let you go ahead because that's what that's how I'm looking from what he said. It does make sense. Yeah. But I, I mean, on the flip side, too, though, I mean, that's one thing us as American people, I feel like what we want from our politicians, I mean, that's the whole point of watching these debates is to hear their stance and their sides on things. I mean, I understand why you would dodge certain questions on Penn's side and on Kamala's side, but at the same time, you can explain, you don't, if, even if you don't want to say yes or no, we would do this or we would not do this, you can explain your point of why. Just like Kamala did, she did kind of explain it why, like, well, look, they got all these people on their side and, and they said, if an elected, what, what would happen? I know Pence was saying she, she did not answer the question or nothing like that. She's avoiding the question. Just like he was avoiding questions, too, on, I might add. Yeah, but I, 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 I would just, I feel like is what I want from a politician, which is kind of hard, is just like, I just want the whole truth. I don't, I don't need you to beat around the bush because when something really happens, like a crisis, I would want to know everything. I would want you to be honest and upfront with me. That's just how I would want it as a voter. Like, okay, I just want to know both sides. I don't want you hiding and dodging the questions. And I get it. You don't want that to be the yeah. main focus. But obviously, you guys are going to talk about it again. It's probably going to be talking about the next debate, too. So why not yeah. just speak on it? One of the, my biggest takeaway really was from Kamala Harris when she pretty much said um, pretty much the way that this regime has handled the coronavirus was probably what the greatest failure. I'm probably not mm -hmm. doing that right. It's probably one of the biggest takeaways. But I mean, you, you, you said you're right on target. Yeah, right on target. Yeah, yeah, and then also when she said if if Trump and them had a vaccine, I wouldn't take it, and I think that's kind of a, a major key too. Pretty pretty much how I took it is like I don't trust this current regime, mm -hmm. and neither should you guys because look what they've done. Like they knew about they, pretty much you said they knew about the coronavirus, let it happen, kill hundreds of thousands of people, 
and now mm-hmm. you're gonna say, oh, take this vaccine. I'm supposed to trust you after that. Mm-hmm. So and yeah. that's the main thing when it comes to that. If you want our vote, well, I'm just speaking for myself. I would feel like you need to be transparent and just upfront and honest. Regardless, of, I mean, you can, you don't have to say yes or no, but you can explain why you would or why you shouldn't. Like, just you don't have to dodge the question. My thing is, I just want upfront on both sides, both sides. I'm just saying, if you want my vote, that's what I want. But I think Kamala handled herself very well. I, I, I'll give it a pence too. He did what I expected. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, it was exactly, his views are exactly like Trump. You can see why they're on the same. It's just more subtle and more, more subtle I guess, in that presidential delivered. style of what you expect. Exactly. So that's Kamala did an amazing job because I was, Hell of more, a job. Hell of I was a job. looking more forward to her than yeah. any other debate that I've seen. I, I really, I really, on both sides, mm-hmm. Even yeah. though they were dodging certain questions, I at least got their stance on certain yes. things. And that yes. was the thing I didn't get off the last one. So that was my biggest takeaway from it. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, and what you just said, and when you mentioned that she did say that, oh, no, if Trump says it's okay, no. Hell no, I'm not going to take it. But if scientists, if Dr. Fauci, and if the, if the, and if the CDC, if you guys say, hey, this, is a, this drug is okay, she did say that she would be the first. Yeah. to take yeah. it. And yeah. so, but if it was coming from this guy over yeah. here, yeah. Uh, Trump, oh, hell no. It's not going to happen. Where is Dr. Fauci? Yeah. We don't where trust him. Where is Dr. Him. Fauci? Where yeah. is he? Because that's the one thing. It's like, where is Dr. Fauci? It's like, I feel like... He's around. Dr. Fauci yeah, I know around. he's around, he's but now he's, he's not up front anymore, yeah. especially with COVID kind of spiking yeah. up more. It, Rapid. It I, but but, yet. but I, yeah, I've seen him, but he, he has been out. He's yeah. been... Low key, he hasn't been like the administration because, as you know, they're they're trying to silence and quiet this thing because right. of the election, yeah. uh, and that's why. So you know, uh, but he has been around, bro. Low key, he's been telling everybody, "Get ready, get ready right. again." More people are going to die. You just mentioned it about. COVID. Yeah, he said it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's that was the, the last fall, time I heard him, and I felt like yeah. I felt like Trump silenced him because I think yeah, he, he did you know Trump super would do that. He tried to, he, and he looked on, like he, he got upset about that. Then I, we never heard yeah. from him again, and now like yeah. we don't see him up front as much. So it's kind of no, weird with this, too. It is kind of weird. Uh, you want to see Dr. Fauci. I mean, you believe more. I believe in Dr. Fauci. I mean, remember, he got rid of Dr. Burke, the other uh, the other uh, uh, female that was also, you know, she kind of, she stepped down because she was like, I can't take this no more. Just like everybody that's worked in this administration, uh, really good people, right? You know, you may say, okay, uh, not just not just looking at party affiliation, Republicans and, and, and Democrats, right? But really good people that know policy, that really know their job, and they in you know, really credible people. These people that were actually has have now gone astray, have left this guy. He's all by himself in a White House full of COVID, and he's talking about doing another debate. Talking about I want to get out there. Really, are you serious? Uh, this man is, has lost his mind. I want to go back to the debate real quickly. Uh, some of the things that I think that American people. Uh, some of the things, some of the terms, I know a lot of people may have said, you know, like, what is that? Uh, for example, um, the, the Green New Deal. Uh, the Green New Deal, to me, is big. What is the Green New Deal? The Green New Deal basically is um, legislation uh, to help uh, climate change and um, uh, economic inequality. That's basically what it is. It's kind of like the New Deal, like Franklin Roosevelt had. Mm-hmm. Social Security, building back the workforce, putting America back together, creating more jobs, creating more infrastructure. This Green New Deal is basically somewhat of the same. 
a lot involved in climate change, which this administration doesn't want to talk about. They feel like they don't believe in science anyway. Um, and Mike Pence will help in this debate. You, you would, with his Jedi mindset, you would think that, oh my God, they're all about climate change. No, they're not. This is this Green New Deal is going to actually help to put more money and to actually get in like more, uh, you know, uh, greenhouse jobs and stuff like cleaner air and fossil fuels and all that kind of stuff. And fracking, I know you guys heard that, that word fracking, you know, stop fracking, fracking. So basically fracking is, is basically exploration into subterranean rock. You know, the deeper you go into the tissue of these subterranean rocks, supposedly uh, it's gonna help emit um, um, oil, and gases and things like that, which can be used, which will be helped to to reduce most of the stuff that's killing us right now. You know what what's happening with coal and all that. It gets a little crazy, but you know when these lobbyists, these huge lobbyists, you know for climate change, and they're talking about stuff and they need money. Yeah, you know it's about you know cleaner air. It's about also not going overseas getting oil because you know we spend so much money on oil. As, it, as you know, it is. So how do we do that with our own natural resources? How can we do that here and put in more people uh, to work? Does it really make a difference? Do people really care about fracking and, and the Green New Deal? Yeah, you'll hear about it, but half of Americans will be like, what the hell is that? You know, most Americans care about what? How do we get through this COVID? Is there going to be a vaccine? Do we have a plan? How are my kids going to eat? How are my kids going to go to school? Can we make it? What's the job force look like? This is what's on all of our minds, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I, I wanted to kind of like, just kind of go over that just a little bit. I know it's kind of crazy, but I think these are certain things that need to kind of be talked about. But uh, of course, you know, they, they kept trying to hammer her on that too. You know, are you, you're gonna stop, you know, fracking. And this, it's both this, this Republican and this Democratic side, um, what they've been going at, you see some of the things that they're fighting for, but what they need to fight for, and I think you can agree, on this, on stimulus, being able to help uh, the second wave, being able to get some money. And this guy is saying that he wasn't going to do it. He wasn't going to die. Then he got up and said in the middle of the night, one o'clock in the morning, says, I'm yeah. on the table. Let's get it done. Um, and it's those drugs that he's taking. I mean, this guy is saying things like, I'm great. I'm immune. I'm feeling great. And can't even catch his breath on the balcony because COVID has a lot to do with how you breathe. And your oxygen level and things of that, you know, and 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 he's he's up there talking about I'm, I'm immune and I'm because of the the drugs that they gave you, Mr. President. Yes, they were you know giving you probably the best and you all the steroids and yes, you feel good. But COVID is around, bro. It ain't getting no better. They don't have a vaccine. They're they're all, they are working on a vaccine. Several different pharmaceutical companies. But what are we gonna do in the meantime? I just heard the other day before I got it right here in Chicago. Willie Wilson, um, yes. his, his contacted uh, COVID, and I saw yes. him on Zoom, and I'm like, wow. And he was one of the biggest helpers, you know, and I heard that he's going to suspend his campaign for running for Senate, but uh, he was very um, uh, helpful in helping to get masks and, you know, stuff in the beginning, but yep. now he was saying, hey, it's real. It really was, it really was to say it's real. It's, it's real. It's a real deal. So, Willie Wilson, but we wish him uh, a speedy recovery, too. A lot of people catching COVID, man. A lot yeah. of people are catching it. And now because it's getting, the, the weather's changing. Yeah. It's changing, bro. What are we going to do? Like, I mean, you get a cold now. You could be, it could be your allergy. People look at you crazy if you sneeze. Yep. Yep. You're, You're right. a clear room. And you may not even have anything. People, oh my God. Let me. 
It's where we live. It's the climate. Yeah. But I just uh, I just think to go back on like the Trump with the with the COVID. And, you know, it, it was I mean, obviously, we, we talked about it last show real quick when we found out the president had COVID. You know, we, we sent our condolences and make sure everything was OK. And then now we're seeing reports just like you were saying. Now we're seeing reports saying he's fine. He want to do his campaign trail. And then it's like, what, 56 hours later, it was reports like, oh, he has no symptoms now. He's good now. He's fine. And then you see him taking a picture with his mask off and, and doing all this. And I, I was like, I didn't I didn't know how to feel at that point personally because it was like i don't i'm not trying to say he's lying by any means i don't know if he wanted some approval points because like let's remember this we found out he had COVID like what the day after the presidential debate so it was just like okay we got that he got a lot of sympathy from people who probably was not a fan of his and they was like you know we wish you know trump the president's okay and everything's fine and then next thing you know they say okay we might do a virtual presidential debate you know and the campaign might still can go on but we'll do it virtual and now he's saying no i still want to continue the symptoms are fine and everything's good now you see reports there's no symptoms whatsoever after 56 hours i've never seen covid go away no reports that went away in 56 hours to me i was like it what is this is this like a tactic that he's doing that's how i felt once i saw that yeah. report of the 56 hours and i don't want to say he's lying it made well, me feel that way yeah, well, we know he's a liar. We know we're not going to discredit him from being a liar. We know that he does lie. He's lied a lot. Um, and we also know that uh, those doctors are probably, I hate to say it, probably lying for him because, listen, he's gotten people to say different things, right? And we know this. Now, the drugs that he's taking, bro, it may be that he could be cleared and have no, because remember, these are new experimental, the stuff that they've given the president this Rezoner is a it's a drug with I don't want to screw it up, but it's I know the name of it. But no one else has had the drug except him, and they've mm -hmm. tested some other people. But it gets into your body; it's like a steroid, and almost makes you feel like you never had it. It does yeah. different things. Now he's probably getting some stuff, and Brandon, you know this as well as I know. He's a, they got stuff out there, bro. They yeah. can clear it up. He look at him on the balcony. Yes, yeah. they were even saying that some of those drugs make you feel though like you're euphoric and that you could be keen and that there's not a problem at all. Those are how that we think about it. Right. Yeah. And it can do things that can mess with your mental, how you're thinking. They have a lot of side effects, bro. You know, a lot of these drugs have side effects on them. Look at the infomercials that we see every, oh my God, you can, if you take this, this will do this, 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 that, that, make you not even want to take the damn pill. Yeah. This guy has the best doctors. Yeah. Has the best health care. Mm -hmm. The best that money can buy. And he's the president of the United States. So don't get it twisted at any moment or think. But they need to come out and be really truthful with the United with the American people because you have to be transparent when you're talking about the, right. the leader of the free world and then you don't know what's going on with this guy. You want to be told the truth, and I agree with you. You want to be told the truth. You're looking and you don't want people going all around saying this and that. You want to be told the truth. And so that is a, amazing if it's no signs or no, like he's never right. what what? It could it be possible? It could be. Who knows? Or guess what? It may be another lie. Right. That and that's the thing. Like now, we want, like you said, is I just we want transparency and we want to be told the truth. You know, as American people, and we just want to make sure. I just don't want this to be used as like, 
approval points to help you win to get more yeah. votes. I, I just don't want that. Like that's what I said. Well, you I don't know, know it is. I yeah. I think that a lot of this is part of it. The reason why he wants to get back on the campaign trail is part of it. The reason yeah. why he doesn't want to um, quarantine for fourteen days is part of it. The reason why he is so um, he's a, let me tell you this guy. I'm not surprised. It's not that many days left before this election. Over right. three million, over four million people have already voted and have cast their ballots. Okay, yeah. um, and, and, and like Joe Biden says, look, I'm not looking to change this doggone this next debate. We set this thing in June. He says if they do it, he said we said we do it, we do it, we don't. If this man don't want to, he says, but I'm going to do it. Trump is, you know. This guy, he's cuckoo, he's cuckoo. Uh, but uh, I, I tell you, it's going to be interesting. I can't wait if they do have this this second debate. This um, I, I want to see it. I'm looking forward to it. Just like I'm look, I look forward to all of the debates. Um, and I want to really see um, what happens to see if it's more civilized. But if it doesn't happen, I get it, right? Okay. I do get right. it. Um, on, on that note, Bears, I got to change this because last night I would not have known, I would not have thought if you told me that Tom Brady was coming in after just throwing five touchdowns on Sunday, the uh, Tom Brady, 44 years old, uh, was coming into Chicago. Uh, I thought that he was coming in probably here. And I love the Bears. You know, I'm a Bear fan. But just looking at it on paper, I felt like the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a better team. And I still think they had a better team. But the Bears did get that win. And I'm going to congratulate them. I congratulate <laughs> the 4-1 Bears. Kudos going out to the Bears and Nick Foles for getting his first win as a Bear. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the first win is uh, being the full-time starter because uh, he did do that comeback win. Yeah, got his first win. Uh, one thing that I was noticing about the Bears, like I, I was right there with you because I'm like, man, here come Tom Brady. Oh, my God, they lights out, five touchdowns. <laughs> he was just named NFC Player of the Week. I'm like, yeah. oh, man, this is going to be tough. Bears never really beat Tom Brady. So I'm just like, when I saw that, it was an ugly win. I'm not going to lie. When I saw the first half, I was like, man, this is horrible. I'm not even going to lie. Even when I was looking at Foles, I was like, man, they, they need some type of, like, they need to do something because he looked lethargic out there. But yeah. the defense, I got to give credit to. They stepped up and played like the defense you expect. In the Bears second half. Well, like, like, like in, the second. in the second half. Yeah. I mean, you had you – had, did you see Mac out there with two sacks out there? Went crazy on him. And then it was one play where he did a sack and he flipped the offensive lineman, like flipped him over. Like Mac was just unbelievable. Fuller played awesome with the forced fumble. I mean, great job up front. It, it was it was awesome to see. So that defense really helped them win the game. Foles did in Foles fashion what he's supposed to do. Kind of they came back. You know, that's Foles style. He loves to come back when they down and just light it up. And that's what they were doing, because I mean. You can look at the first half. I mean, they were down. And then next thing you know, Foles just lit it up. Jimmy Graham's looking good out there, being a good end zone kind of threat for them. Like, I, I love that. They still – it's an ugly 4-on-1. I'm still unsure. But like I said, kudos. They are 4-on-1. I just wish they fixed that running game a little bit. That offensive line needs some help. And I think they got an injury now with James Daniel. He's out for the year now. So it, it's still some work they need to do. And they need to hurry up. And I keep saying this, and I'm going to keep saying this until they do it. They need to hurry up and pay that man. And that's Allen Robinson because he's obviously their best player. I don't know why they extend to all these other players and not Allen Robinson, who's their best offensive weapon. It's no question about it. But like I said, good four-on-one for the Bears.
Yeah, and I agree. Uh, Pay Allen Robinson, he's a beast. Uh, he's catching those balls out there. He it looks it looks easy when you see it, uh, but don't 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 get it twisted. Uh, he's a professional, um, and I think he's also on his way to another Pro Bowl. Here's the thing: pay him. Uh, as far as the offense, uh, eh. Let me tell you, I still don't like our offense. Uh, and I, I like Jimmy Graham. I like, like he said, I like some of the things that uh, that one catch, uh, that that touchdown, uh, that one-handed catch. Was that a touchdown in there? Uh, yes, he yeah, had that one-handed touchdown. That one-handed, one-handed. Oh my God, it kind of brings. That was Jimmy, uh, maybe five or ten years ago. Jimmy, yeah, that's Jimmy from Jimmy the Graham Saints, right back, there. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. um, now, in the beginning. Defensive-wise, I felt like I saw Roquan Smith. He missed a lot of tackles. I mean, he wasn't tackling guys right away. And one thing about Tom Brady, if you really want to get after Tom Brady, you come up the middle on the rush. And I think they did that really well. And when you rush him like that, it seems like he's he gets like he's not one of those guys that can scramble in and outside the pocket. He can't run. So you got him. So if he can't, if you're coming up the middle like that, which they did a number of them, oh, my God, we saw what happened. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it it takes gets Tom off of his rocker. He can't really throw straight. He's, he's throwing weird, and you hope that he doesn't throw an interception. And I believe me, I started this guy yesterday on our fantasy team, and I oh, just yeah. thought that going into it, it was going to be a little bit better than you know. But I was like, damn, I started them, and I hate now that I started them because as far as you know, we we got to have points in our league. Yeah, we need points, and so I started him, bro, thinking that he was going to at least bring me three touchdowns, maybe not five. But at yeah. least three touchdowns, Fair. that yeah. didn't happen. Um, but, yeah, like you said, um, very close game. Defense, Bears, we got it done at Soldier Field. Yeah. So the funniest thing, obviously the biggest one that's all over national media right now, is pretty much Tom Brady having that J.R. Smith moment. And he's forgetting true. what down it was. You literally see him saying, like, after play, fourth, fourth, we, fourth down. No, it's over. The game is over. Like, it, you already had fourth down. And, and that's crazy because, obviously, Tom Brady being one of the – probably, you could already say, the greatest uh, NFL player and NFL quarterback in uh, NFL history, the fact that he didn't know what down it was was kind of, like, crazy. Because it's funny, too, especially when, when Bears are on, like, national TV and they win. You really want to hear more about the Bears, and it became more about Tom Brady forgetting like what down it was and holding up the four having that J.R. Smith moment which I thought was hilarious but I mean like I said kudos to the Bears man they won national TV big game and then I think next they played Carolina they got 10 days off they get ready to play Carolina so hopefully we'll be five and one because it's going to get harder they schedule is going to get tougher but they did knock out one of the kind of the stronger opponents in the Bucks. Yeah, Tampa Bay gets Green Bay after this bye. They're going to well-deserved bye that they're going to have because they need rest and they've uh, got a lot of banged-up players. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, right? How many times do you have actually see that happen? Uh, and I was looking at that Tampa Bay schedule, and I thought it was just so ironic that on that Tampa Bay Buccaneers schedule, there's not, they don't play the Patriots not once. It's no. interesting. Not once. But if they meet them, and I mean, if they just so happen to get to the finals, well, not the finals, but the, to Super the, Bowl, the, yeah. the Super Bowl. And there's Cam Newton and there's Tom Brady. That would be interesting. I tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be able to script that. You can't script that. Um, but, yeah, man, um, I have to say the Tom Brady thing, I had never saw that before because Tom Brady just doesn't do those. He doesn't have those right. kind of – that was like a mental breakdown because he had spiked the – I think he forgot that he had he spiked the ball, was third down, and then it was like yep. – And then I thought he probably – because he – He's Tom he was Brady. He was like, yeah. oh, he was mad. He was like – I'm like, no, Tom, calm down. Tom is done. He didn't shake nobody's hands either. Like, people coming at that. 
He didn't shake nobody's hand. And, yeah, he and did I, not. Just Boy, ran off. Let me yeah. tell you, I saw some of his rawness when the team, I think it was the third, it was the fourth quarter, bro, and they, it was a penalty on one of the offensive linemen. It was a holding charge. And, man, I saw, like, like Tom over there on that sideline. Yeah, I saw it, too. And he was talking to his players. He was and I, I like seeing that though because you don't see you normally don't see that from from TV. Yeah, yeah, it's funny too. I, Tom Brady had a few outbursts before when he's with the Patriots. I remember that sometimes, but you could tell he was getting frustrated because it was it was a whole bunch of holding penalties on the offensive line, and then Matt Kate coming in and, and sacking him, and they kept getting pressure. He was just frustrated with the offensive line. He's like, "What are you guys doing? Like, y'all not protecting me out here? Do y'all job?" And just seeing him doing that, throwing the tablet. I mean, to see that emotion, me personally, I like it. Like, I, I do like too. It. I like I that. I don't, I don't like – I like emotion because it, it shows yeah. realness, and that's what you yeah. want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I loved it. But like I said, great for the Bears, man. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. Uh, let's see what they do. Can we can we maintain? We'll see as, um, as we get ready and prepare for our next game. Moving on to the NBA Finals. Wow. The clincher could be tonight, bro. I think the clincher is tonight. Um, yeah. I just feel like, um, you know, we've seen both of these teams play. That's one thing about the playoffs. It's all about matchups. It's about playing a team, you know, four different times. How many can you play this? What can you do differently? Can you, can you make the necessary adjustments? Um, even them getting back, bam. Um, and I, I just think that it's over for these guys. I mean, you can tell it in their body language. Yes. Uh, and Jimmy, let me tell you about Jimmy Butler. I, I love Jimmy Butler. He's done a great job. He's played uh, really well. Uh, in these finals, but that one particular game. See, in the finals, bro, you know the greats. The greats. The greats do what? The greats step up mm -hmm. all the time, and mm -hmm. those are the stories that they write. Those stories after those greats. Those, and I believe what game was that? Game two or game three? Game, Jimmy? game three. Game three. Game three. Yes. Jimmy has to do that every night. Yeah. If not, I mean, he would have. Do you understand? And it's it, it's hard. Yeah. You have some of these guys out here. Now, LeBron, it may not be hard to him because he's, like, invincible. I mean, but even LeBron, it's hard, okay? He needs more help. He needs – he needs – it's – it's and then, and I do get the injuries. I yeah. get the injuries. And they got a squad, bro. They and do. And you know what? This experience here going to the finals, oh, next year? Next year? I know people are already saying Brooklyn, Brooklyn, KD. Really? Yeah, man, watch out, bro. These heat, he got a little taste. See, you get a little taste. Uh -huh. That's all you need is a little taste. <laughs> you I, get a little taste, boy. You be like, your appetite. Now you've been there. Now you like, right. ah, what could yeah. have been? Because that's what the Miami Heat are going to be talking about after tonight. What could have been. But LeBron James is going to get his fourth ring tonight yeah um his 10th nba finals right 10th yeah. appearance rondo love rondo gonna get his second ring right danny green about to get his third ring you understand javel mcgee about to get his what three they get three th four they get with oh, javel because javel played with the don't warriors you, don't too. Got three? i don't know javel got some rings on it he got some hard Dwight howard about to get his first ring his first ring Bro, and like you mentioned it, we got a Chicago connection, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and you know what? I I, I believe – I'm just like you, man. I, I really think 
Tonight, LeBron, bro, is not going to like, – it would have to be something – like, I mean, yes, you would think that Miami's going to give it all they got. And you know they are. Now, if they even come away with the – even if they probably come away with the win, I'm just saying, if they come away with the win, you know this game – this series is still over, right? Um, but tonight, I feel like tonight's the night because of, I've seen that look in LeBron James's eye. It's a Eight. look like Michael Jordan used to have. Yeah. And I remember that look. It It's over. And the reason I'm saying it's over now, they all they automatically switch their jerseys to the You're Black Mamba jerseys. They have not lost in the Black Mamba jerseys at all this playoffs. At and all. then on top of that, I just feel like it's in the universe too, man. The, with Kobe, the yes. aura of Kobe, I just, I just feel like it's over. I'm not going to lie. Like, because of the injuries, and like I said, Jimmy Butler played his butt off. Because I'm not going to lie, if he didn't play that well in game three, it, it could have been a sweep. And it just – only reason why is because, you know, obviously Bam was hurt. You had Drogic that was hurt too. It was it was looking like a real dull finals. I'm not gonna lie until Jimmy stepped up in game three. And I know it's tiring. This is why I know we make fun of a lot of superstars for teaming up and trading, like, oh, Anthony Davis is there, they're gonna team up. You see why. You see mm -hmm. why these players like I need another superstar to help me carry this load because look at Jimmy right now. Like yep. Jimmy's out there like, okay, okay like I, I have to get a triple double, a 40 point triple double every night just to win probably. Or yes. And that's a lot on a player. And I get it. Like, and he did his part. He did everything he could. That's why you're going to probably hear the heat. You've been hearing rumors. You obviously the biggest free agent name that's going to come out probably not this off season, but next off season, you got one year left is Giannis. Who are the teams that they saying connected with Giannis and having enough cap space to clear up Giannis? Miami's name has definitely been in it, Dallas and Toronto. You hear those names because you need that other superstar. Just think, you get Giannis and Jimmy Butler on the same oh team. Oh, my goodness, with, bro. With this, game, with this pack, I mean, it's, it's going to be a problem. That's yeah. why, like I said, you need a second superstar. So now I'm starting to see, like, it's tough. That's why I can see these players recruiting each other. But Jimmy, hat off to you. But I think it's over, man. I, they they wearing yeah. the mom's jerseys. It's a wrap. Yep, uh, it is. Uh, they they wearing those jerseys tonight, and like you said, with those jerseys, they've been unstoppable. Uh, that team just looks like they're ready to win this thing. They, I mean, you could just see both both teams. And um, good luck, good luck. Um, we'll see what happens with that. Hey, people always seem to forget about the WNBA. Yeah, true. People, but Brianna Stewart. I'm I'm just gonna say this, bro. I know we didn't even talk about, and I just kind of, you just made me think about it. This is unscripted, but. No, yeah. Congratulations going out to the storm. I mean, this Seattle team, bro, what is this, their fourth? Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Brianna Stewart is next level. Like, with Maya Moore being <laughs> out, the, you know, with Maya Moore being out the league, because Maya Moore to me was like the LeBron of the WMA, but Brianna Stewart is right there. Brianna Stewart is probably even almost taking that throne because Brianna Stewart was balling. And shout out to Sue Bird. Sue, Sue Bird been in the game for uh, the, the longest. And the just, longest time. Just, and she did not – you know what's funny? I don't know if this is her last year or not, but she don't look like she lost a step at all because she was no. out there balling. I think she set like a playoff record for a, a assist or something like yeah. that, a finals record for that Balling. I mean, and they not, that not, they not only beat the ace, Destroyed right. them, blew them destroyed out. Them. Yes. It, it was, and, and, and it's funny, too. The ace is coached by, you know, bad boys own Bill Lambeer. Bill Lambeer. Yeah, so it, bullies, it was kind of good bullies. to see them lose, too, just being a Bulls fan, just to like, know, rub that in a little bit. But congratulations going out to the storm again. 
um, for actually being very courageous in this this uh, pandemic and, you know, the teams that have kind of persevered and kind of got it done. So uh, congratulations going out uh, to them. All right, final thoughts, man. I'm going to say this real quick. Um, I want to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, please protect yourselves. Uh, COVID is not going anywhere. It is ramping up. It is ramping up. Do it all. Do all that you can to stay safe, you and your family. Most importantly, hey, wash your hands, you know, put the mask on, wear your mask, hand sanitizer. Let's do the, let's do those things, right? And let's, let's take care of our bodies. You know, it's flu season. So, man, you know, the weather's changing. You know, if you take vitamins, take vitamins. Like, if you don't take vitamins, start taking vitamins. Build that immune system back up, right? Because um, we just want to be healthy and we want to be um, successful and still be able to do what we have to do, right? So let's, let's do it the right way. And most importantly, vote. Congratulations going out to all of the Illinois voters and people who've done the early voting. You guys are out there. You are troopers. Let's get it done. Let's not also forget about November 3rd. If you can make it to the poll, my plan is to go and vote at the poll, my polling place in Hyde Park. I'm going to do it, um, God willing. And I want everybody to, to, that can to get up and vote and go and go to the polls. You do the same. Um, and if you can get somebody and drag somebody else to the poll, make it happen. All right. But most importantly, exercise your right. That's my final thoughts, my brother. What's your final thoughts for today? My final thoughts is kind of to piggyback off what you said. Obviously, be safe out there. Build that immune system up because, like I said, this weather is changing. Yes, right here in Chicago, it's warm right now, but it's going to drop. So just be careful. So build that immune system up and make sure you get out there because COVID is still here and it ain't going nowhere right now. So with that being said, and you're seeing it. I mean, you're seeing a lot in, you know, sports world. You see that the NFL is – moving games left and right because players are getting COVID. We're seeing more, I guess, what, celebs, the known people that we know. Obviously, we got President Trump. We had Cam Newton. I think what we had Trey Songs not too long ago. They all, like, getting it. So be safe out there. No one is immune to this COVID, and it's serious business, regardless of what people are telling you out there. So make sure you are safe out there. Piggyback off of what you're saying, vote. Voting is important. Voting is the main thing that, to me, is important. Get out there and vote. Exercise your right to vote. Um, and I do want to say this, if, if you guys haven't seen this, it's, it's a, it was a special. It came right after the finals, Blackish, one of my favorite shows. They did a special on election, part one and two, and the importance of why it's important to vote. And, and I think it was so meaningful and touch. I actually had my kids watch it just That's so good. they could yeah. see it. So, yeah. I mean, just if, if you guys check that out, just to see yeah. why is it important to vote. For those who say, I don't want to vote, my vote don't make a yeah. difference and all this other stuff, watch yeah. that. Well, and, and, and I think one of the key things, I'm glad you said that. You're so right. I think one of the key things is, is the reason why a lot of people believe that, especially African-Americans, is because that's part of them trying to suppress it. Yes, yes, yes. You know I mean, oh, my, my vote doesn't count because they want you to believe that. Yeah, and, and, and I get it because, you know what, just looking at the history and even some stuff I didn't know, just looking at the history of it all. Like, I, I get it. We, you know, our, our, our ancestors and our people fought for our right to vote, to exercise yes. our right to vote. And we did that. And Die. I get it. So, sometimes, Die. yeah, sometimes they, you know, they, they obviously try to bring you down, suppress it and go around ways where it try to stop you from voting, where it can probably make you feel or deter you from voting. But exercise that right to vote and, and and that's what that one of those some of those episodes are about that's why i say it's a good watch see it on demand hulu whatever you got check it out just it's a special and they doing it too you could tell they was doing it during covid times because you could tell how the 
how they was shooting it. And a lot of things are starting to get shooting out. My last thing I want to say for my final vote, too, is uh, I've been saying this for like the past few shows, and that's protecting black women. We got to make sure we protect our black women. The stuff going out there, I think At things touching. I'm not going to speak too much on the until everything comes out. Obviously, we know Tory Lanez got charged. Megan yes. got shot. She did a powerful uh, performance, which she took a stance in that kind of like hit me a little bit about protecting black women. Obviously, she's saying being uh, allegedly shot. And then also talking about Breonna Taylor and attacking Daniel Cameron. I just think it's important out there. And it ties into voting and protecting black women because look, we want to vote because there's certain people who are not going to be able to vote, like Breonna Taylor, you know what I'm saying? Like, like George Floyd. These people are not getting the chance to vote. And many more. There's many more that I, you know, I can name. Let's exercise our right to vote. We was out there protesting. We was out there fighting. If we're doing all that, too, let's make sure we're out there on those polls, putting that same energy to them polls, too, so we can try to create a change, too. Let's, let's, let's put it in there. We out there marching. We out there doing that. Okay, then, show up at them polls. Pull up at them polls. Let's, let's go. Let's go. My man, you said it. You said it. And hats off to, to the stallion, Megan. She, whoo, you didn't, a lot of people didn't know she had the other side there. But when you have a platform, when you have a platform, you just said it. Yeah. Use that platform, right? Be able to use it in a positive way. Yeah. And uh, kudos going out to her. That's going to do it for hey, this guy's podcast. Don't forget, hey, subscribe to the podcast on Apple on Spotify, on radio.com, all streaming platforms. Uh, and we'll talk back with you again next time. Hey, man, have a good weekend, bro. You too. You there too. You